and welcome back to the Regular Girl Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith, and this is the companion to the Regular Girl book, 365 Devotions to Remember the Truth of the Gospel. Today's entry is titled, Jesus Wept. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. There was an end-of-life kit in my refrigerator a collection of medicine to ease a loved one on into death when the time comes. Hospice delivered that along with other medicine to ease her suffering. And I'd been relatively fine all while caring for her, comforted by the knowledge of what was awaiting her. She was getting ready to meet Jesus. And that is everything to me. But then I remembered making a sheet titled Morphine Log, and I couldn't breathe. There was part of me that wanted to hide the really suffocating part away so that all anyone saw or could memorialize was our confidence in God and joy in where she was going to finally rest with our Savior. But what good does that do for the person reading anything I write in relating to our human condition that also has a supernatural confidence in the Lord? Just like Paul, I don't want my brothers and sisters to be uninformed of our current struggle. But I'm going to need us to agree that we'll stop saying to loved ones that God won't give you more than you can handle, because it's not true. If that was true, you'd get through on your own efforts and not his. Where in that does God get the glory? The reality is that you won't be tempted beyond what you can bear. But hear me, you are going to get a lot more than anyone could bear. And the difference of how that looks for a person that relies on God and one that doesn't, is the availability of a whole lot of peace and comfort. The reality is this. When you are on the front row as someone you love is dying, and in this case, we had a backstage pass, it's really hard. You go from feeling a flood of emotions to nothing in one breath. I am still worshiping my good and faithful father through every storm because I know that he is still good regardless of any present struggle. Believers are not doing it wrong when they weep of experience, grief, or sadness, or any of that stuff. You don't have less faith because you feel anything less than joyful. We're human. Jesus wept. It doesn't demean your Christianity if you do. We set our sights on Jesus and know all of this is fleeting. Everything is temporary. Just read the book of Ecclesiastes for confirmation in that. Oh, friend, this is a space I continuously go back to because yet again, our family finds itself in the midst of some struggle. We found out two weeks ago that my husband has prostate cancer, and he doesn't mind me talking about that. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be talking about stuff on a podcast if it wasn't okay, but you should know just in case you're worried about that. He and I both agree that we are going to always be people that talk about things. We are going to talk about our struggles because we understand that is how community really comes to um, help. I believe that the Lord has given us one another, not just so that we can grow from one one another, but because we can reach out to one another when we need it. And if we keep all of our struggles to ourselves, it really does nobody any good, including the person who's suffering. So know that in full transparency, we talk about a lot of stuff in our family. We don't hide our suffering or our struggle. And we don't talk about it to say, oh, look at me and how hard my life is. We're not doing it to get the pity vote. 
we're doing it for lots of reasons. Number one, we want you to be involved in our lives because we know that if you know about it, you can help us pray. Number two, we want you to see us how we handle struggle and challenges and still be faithful. You know, there is this continuous, I don't know, struggle or or misunderstanding that I think a lot of people, believers and unbelievers alike, that will say when good things happen, oh, God is so good. But when things don't go great or the diagnosis is not great, you hear crickets. But God is still good regardless of our circumstances. He does not change. And even more so than that, you have to do the work to separate your negative circumstances, in your eyes, negative circumstances, from God's character, because his character doesn't change based on your circumstances. Bad behavior, excuse me, bad consequences do not reflect the character of God. You know, God is unchanging. He is faithful and he is true. And a lot of this stuff that we go through in life, we are never going to understand until we're face to face with Jesus. And then I really honestly think we're not even going to be worried about it all that much. I just think things are going to come so clearly into focus that it will no longer be a concern. These questions that we all say, when I get to heaven, I'm marching straight to the throne and I've got some questions for God. I really don't think that that's what is going to happen. I think similarly to when someone passes away that you love, all of the things you were really mad about, most of the time, the things you were mad about, you have a tendency to kind of just let that stuff go because you realize that a lot of it was probably petty. I'm not talking about like deep traumatic stuff, so please don't mistake me. But, you know, when I remember when my father-in-law was living, there were so many times that he made me so angry. But when he was dying, there was none of that. It was just this love that I had for him. You let go of so much stuff. You know, we have a tendency when someone is gone to kind of glorify them. And we talk about the really great things about them, which is great. I think we should do that. Um, but death has a way of bringing perspective. And so I think that when we are truly in the presence of God, once we are with him in eternity, there's going to, you know, none of it's going to matter. It's going to all make sense in one fail swoop. And I think, you know, this is, this is the lesson that we can practice right now if we are in the midst of a storm, which is God is not changing. And so you can, you can be mad, but I don't think that God causes bad things to happen to people. I just don't. I think that bad things happen because we live in a fallen world. I think people get sick because we have bodies that are not perfect. And I think that there is evil in this world um, from believers and unbelievers alike. None of us are immune to the evils of this world, either causing them or being the recipient of them. But I don't think... God is sitting upstairs, the quote-unquote, you know, figurative upstairs, orchestrating these, like, terrible things to happen to people. I just, I just don't believe that. I, I think that that's just a product of a fallen world and sinful people. And I also think very much so the devil is alive. And so I think a lot of the time we blame God because it's easy, I guess, but 
we don't really reflect it where the where the emphasis should go, which is on Satan, who is in charge of all the evil in this world. Um, so I don't know. I, I just wanted to elaborate a little bit on that because that is a little bit of a bee in my bonnet that, you know, I think we have a tendency to A, connect our circumstances too much to God's character, and that's just not the way that it is. But I think also when we see Christians admit they are struggling mental health wise, um, they're just in a really awful season. Um, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that their faith is in trouble. I, I think it's helpful to be reminded of the goodness of God separate from our circumstances. But I also think we can't be tone deaf to the true struggle and the sadness and the grief that people are experiencing because that's normal. It's normal to feel that way. You, if you've ever been to a funeral and buried somebody that you love deeply, you know that you can be boohooing one moment and absolutely laughing your head off the next. I mean, it, 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 funerals are just this duality of really (laughs) polar emotions all at the same time. You can feel intense hope for a situation and also feel hopeless at the same time. I mean, it's just emotions are complicated and so are people. So if that's you today, I, I, I hope that maybe this is a reassurance that you do have to constantly remind yourself of what is true, which is that God's character does not change. He is not mad at you. What you're going through can be incredibly hard and you can feel all the feelings associated with that and still know that God loves you. This is not forever. And eventually all of this will end and we will gain perspective. So if that's a message you needed to hear, I'm grateful to be the one to give it to you. I'm always so thankful that you're here today. Uh, I pray that this podcast is reaching the ears that really need to hear the message behind it. Um, I'd love to hear from you if maybe something I've said has tweaked the way you think about things, the way you approach other people. Just would really love to hear how you're interacting with this content. This is my baby. This is my fourth child. (laughs) And I am so uh, proud that this is something that I get to put out into the world with great hope and incredible humility that this is the work the Lord has called me to do. So thanks for being here. Thanks for taking part in that. All right, friends. Well, that is going to be it for today. Uh, Thanks so much for being here, and I hope you'll come back again soon.